Okay, I know it's dark. I have no idea what to do about it. But hey, treat yourself. Here we go. Oh gosh. Wow, it's so dark. Hey, treat yourself. Oh gosh. Gosh, so dark. Hey, treat yourself. Oh gosh. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Essential Presents. So one of the questions that comes up again and again in the Christian life is this. I know that I'm called to love others, but at what point, what, where's the line between loving others and taking care of myself? You know, it, we, we've talked about this so many times that ever since the fall, we know that love always involves sacrifice, right? So love always is going to cost us something. So for those of you who have embraced that, for those of us who have said, okay, I know that, I know that love involves sacrifice, but I know that at the same time, there must be some kind of like place where I take care of myself as well. But I, I, here's the thing, I don't want to love to the point of being extinguished, right? To the love of the point, to the point where I'm a, you know, a doormat. Also at the same time, I don't want to just live for myself. I know that I'm called to live for others. I'm called to live for Christ. So what's the line? Spoiler. I'm not going to, at the end of this video, say, here is the line right here, because we realize that that line shifts with different uh, vocations, with different seasons in a person's life. If you have an infant, <laughs> the line of self-care is going to be kind of low, um, and the line of other care is going to be very, very high, versus maybe you're an empty nester, and you can actually pick and choose where you get to serve. If you're, you're married, okay, that line of where you get to have time for yourself is low, and if you're single, maybe that time where you get for yourself is high. Okay, so it's all over the board. At the same time, we know that there must be some kind of what people call self-care happening, where people say, hey, treat yourself, you know, that kind of thing. There is some kind of self-care. Why? We know this from two sources. One is worldly wisdom, and the other is the wisdom of Jesus Christ. So where do we start? Well, I would start like this. There's an author and a speaker, his name is Michael Hyatt. Michael Hyatt will often point out, he says, okay, if you want to give your life for others, you want to live your life for others, you have to take care of yourself at some point. And he highlights the fact that, you know, if you're on an airplane and the airplane's about to take off, one of the things that the pre-flight instructions is if the cabin loses pressure, there's going to be these oxygen masks that drop from the ceiling. If you're traveling with an infant or a young person, put your own mask on first, then you'll be able to help the person next to you. Now, if I don't put on the mask for myself and take care of someone else, then there will be no one to take care of me. And you're the one, you're the one who has to take care of the others. So at some point, at some point, in cases of emergency, in cases of, of like just bare necessity, one must take care of themselves in order to take care of others. But that's not what we do, typically. In fact, I read another author. This author um, came out with a number of kind of like guidelines for living or rules for life. And one of the things he noted, he said that in his studies, he's come across this incredible and remarkable statistic. It's that those people who have medicine to take on their own will do it very infrequently. You can actually, in some ways, you can't trust people. I mean, we're responsible for our, taking our own medication, but we don't do it very well. On the other hand, people who have pets are incredibly faithful in getting the medication to their pets. Why is it that we're willing to, and not just willing to, we're able to consistently and faithfully give medication to our pets, but we're not able to or willing to faithfully and consistently give ourselves medication. So he says, maybe it's because we see those pets as beings that are worth taking care of. Conversely, we don't necessarily always see ourselves as people who are worth taking care of. So is one of his invitations, and my invitation to us right now, 
is treat yourself as someone who's worth taking care of. See yourself as someone who's worth taking care of. I mean, this must, this has to be our baseline. Again, this is the worldly wisdom that you put your own oxygen mask on before you can help someone else. If you don't take care of yourself, you will not have the ability or the strength to take care of people around you. And not only that, do you see yourself as someone who's worth taking care of? And that, that, this is a question I, I think to bring to your examination of conscience because I don't know about you, but I know for myself and for the people I talk to, the way we speak to ourselves if, if someone else talked to us that way and, you, and someone else heard it, I mean, there'd be fights, people would be throwing hands. I mean, it would be a serious thing. But the way sometimes we talk to ourselves is so violent, is so um, destructive, is so condescending, is so insulting and demeaning. But that's us talking to ourselves. What if, what if we stopped and we actually treated ourselves as someone who was worth taking care of? Now, that's some worldly wisdom and it's good, I think. I think it's valid, I think it's wise. But what did Jesus say? What did Jesus say about taking care of yourself? What did he say about loving other people? Well, the first great commandment is to love the Lord your God with all you have, basically all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. The second great commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. The commandment to love your neighbor as yourself presupposes that you actually love yourself. <laughs> Stop for a second. Go back. Do I see myself as someone who's worth taking care of? Do I treat myself as someone worth taking care of? If I'm called to love my neighbor, yes, absolutely. You give and you give and you give and you give sacrificially. You love at great cost. That's incredible. That's amazing. That's heroic. But to love your neighbor as you love yourself means that you must first love yourself. Now, when I say love yourself, I, I'm, I'm referring back to what you know, Thomas Aquinas and the church kind of has embraced as the definition of love, which is to will the good of the other. Now, <laughs> when it comes to will, loving others, it's obviously willing the good, third part of the other. In this case, loving oneself is willing one's own good. I've seen the signs, I've seen the, the you know, the, whatever the sayings, it's, you know, eat the cookie, uh, take the nap, you know, treat yourself, that whole kind of thing. Sometimes maybe it means that. But willing your good means choosing what's good for you, which might mean put the phone down. It might mean go out for a walk. It might mean, okay, you've had your rest. Now it's time to get up and go to work. We have to understand that love isn't just having good feelings about oneself or anyone else. And love is also not just about giving another person or even ourselves what we desire at that moment. But at the heart of love is willing, choosing the good, what actually is best for the other. In this case, taking care of yourself is choosing what's best for yourself. Now, what could that mean? Well, <laughs> it could mean asking for help when you need it. I know so many people who they see asking for help as failure. But really, think about this. I mean, let's go, into, let's go to parents for just one second. Moms, dads, do you realize that the job you're doing as a mom or a dad is not meant to be done in isolation. You know, you know, at no time in human history have mothers and fathers, have parents just done it on their own, just two of them, or even, even more infrequently, just one of them. Usually it's been a whole network of people surrounding the raising of a child. So if you're exhausted, if you're like, I'm at the end of my rope, I can't give anymore, well realize that you might need to ask for help because historically, 
how moms and dads would raise kids is with grandparents' help, both sets of grandparents oftentimes, with aunts and uncles' help, with cousins' help. Well, they'd have big families, so it'd be like the older kids would be helping. It'd be a whole, as I said, network of people who are deeply connected. You don't have to convince them to help because they're part of the family. Here you are doing it on your own. So maybe, maybe taking care of yourself, maybe loving yourself means asking for help and not seeing that as failure. Maybe, um, maybe loving yourself means establishing boundaries and recognizing that no is a complete sentence. Re recognizing that I can't do it all. You don't have to do it all. In seminary, they told us so many times, we're ordaining you to be priests of Jesus Christ. But listen, you are not Jesus Christ. There was one savior of the world and he came, died, rose from the dead. He lives forever in heaven. He's working in this world, but you're not him. And they beat that into us so fully in order to try to say, guys, there'll be so many times when you just wanna give and give and give, thinking that if you don't, no one else will. But you're not the savior. And if you're listening to this, mom and dad, single person, grandparents, aunts and uncles, whoever you are, you're not the savior. So you get to, have, you get to establish boundaries. You get to actually say no. And the third thing, you know, I've realized, okay, that needing help, needing to ask for help is not failure. To be able to say no and establish boundaries is so important. And also to realize you're limited. Yes, love involves sacrifice. Absolutely. Yes, love always costs something. Yes. And yes, there are times in a person's life, maybe a time in a person's life, when that heroic martyrdom, like the heroic, it costs everything in this moment, there might be a time when you're called to that. Most likely, it's not today. Most likely, you're called to simply love. But to love as someone who's been loved, to love as someone who is loved. As priests, we got together. I have a priest fraternity, a little frat. <laughs> we get together and one of the guys, he pointed this out. He said, we could be a, a conduit of God's love, God's grace, God's mercy. And there's two images of that conduit of God's love and God's grace and God's mercy. One is a, a pipe. God pours into us and just we run, the God's grace just runs right through us and out into the world. The other is of an overflowing bowl. And one is better than the other. They're both good, but one is better than the other. It is better to be an overflowing bowl that yes, God continues to pour into you and you keep receiving his love. And by receiving his love, then it's able to go to the people around you rather than a pipe, which is simply, I'm simply a tool, I'm an instrument. I'm simply the, func simply the functionary to get God's grace from where, where he is to where they are. Realize you are someone worth loving. You are the kind of person who's worth taking care of. And what God wants to do is he wants to pour his love into you first so that it can overflow to the people around you. Not simply through you, but into you. To be able to know that you are worth loving. You are worth taking care of. And as someone who's been loved, now you can go love. As someone who's been taken care of, you can now care for others. As someone who's been loved by Jesus, you can love them like Jesus. So, that's the last image. A pipe of grace just flowing through, love just flowing through, or an overflowing bowl filled with God's love and overflowing to the people around you. I'm praying for you because it's, it's easier to be the pipe than it is to be the bowl. To be the bowl means I have to acknowledge this powerful truth. 
I'm called to love others as I love myself, which means I need to let myself be loved. Anyways, that's what I got today. From all of us, Citrus Sense Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.